Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we take some time to celebrate the goodness that is Parks and Recreation, the NBC sitcom created by Mike Schur and assorted others, starring Amy Poehler, Nick Offerman, Tom, Tom's character played, played by Aziz, <laughs> other people. Lots of folks are in this. It's great. I love it. Speaking of people who are great, um, I'm joined by my friend Jeremy all the way across town. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it is so good. It is so good. I was As I was doing that intro, I realized I was going to say, speaking of people who are great, and my default is to say my name first. And I was like, that, that would be bad. <laughs> wow. So, so I was like, let's, say, let's let Jeremy be great. And so Jeremy, oh, congratulations on your recent greatness. Oh, yeah. Um, and my name is Jason. And uh, I'd like to thank my parents, um, members of my family. Perfect. You know, you're great, too. So no, uh, I'll just, I'll just know, pass it right back. I wasn't fishing for compliments, but we have just really, lost every listener at this point. They're I just, could really stand to shoot something. So <laughs> fishing it is. Fish in a barrel. Is that what uh, you meant? I don't know. No, from the episode that we just watched. Oh, yeah. Let's when, go shoot something. Yeah. Fishing it is. Fishing so. it is. All right. Uh, yeah. So we're going to be talking about season four, episode one. Uh, the uh, the campaign is beginning. Leslie is jumping in to run for city council. This seems like a much bigger deal than I would think running for city council is, but I don't know anything. So, uh, but before we get too far into that, we need to do a town forum. Oh, sweet. Because we have an email. We have an email and for, and listener, if you would like to send us an email, please send it to parks and conversation at gmail.com. Let me spell it for you. P A R K S A N D conversation at gmail.com. Um, so uh, this is from listener Christy. And last episode, we were asking about uh, where would you want to rent a space for a party rental? And uh, like a television said, set. Yeah. Yeah, not just like I want to go to the fun center, um, someplace from TV that you would rent to do a uh, birthday party or anniversary or something like that. I think right? that's that's kind of like to, I've never really thought of that before. But they're really just why do they get to decide if their center is fun or not? Like, shouldn't we decide? Like, should should that make it just a little bit suspicious? Like the family fun center? Like, are you sure? Because I've been there before, and sometimes it's really not that fun. Yeah, I've hung out with my family. So why don't they it's just call it like fun. arcade and batting cages? You know? Right. We'll decide just if it's name fun. it what it is. Right. I, I don't know. Anyway, continue. Go ahead. Are you good at batting cages? I I can stand in them, yeah. I've I've never been good at baseball. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. My parents I I did one year of baseball and my parents uh, were like you are like a little turd out there. So let's take you. <laughs> wow, and they were super supportive. Let's yeah. take you to the batting cages, and uh, that was even worse. <laughs> I was so scared. Um, yeah, fourth grade baseball, not good. These robots um, are throwing baseballs at me. Yeah, that's how it really yeah. starts. The, I practiced. The, no, the robot revolution starts with the batting cages. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, more like in the bumper cars, bumper car league. That's how I got really good at bumper cars. Is there a league of bumper cars other than Whirly Ball? <laughs> exactly. That's okay. Explain. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what 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 is Whirly Ball to those All who right. are normal people <laughs> that don't know? Whirly Ball is a sport. That's what everybody who plays it tells me first. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great sport uh, where you spend most the entire game sitting down. <laughs> I like it so far. Okay. So already Americans are like, okay, tell me more. I mean, I don't have to go anywhere. You know those people in Wally? Oh yeah. Uh, th- they got there because they. <laughs> this is mean. I should stop. Uh, they they joined a Whirly Ball league, and they're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. why keep it to the arena? Right. Um, and so Whirly Ball, you're in a bumper car, and you have a uh, a lacrosse scoop style thing, but not the whole stick, just like. A handle attached to the scoop, uh, and you have a wiffle ball or a whirly ball because it is whirly when you throw mm-hmm. a wiffle ball, right? Sure. Um, and uh, and you are trying to play then basketball, 
but not get it in a basket, hit it. You need to throw the ball into a square area on a backboard like basketball. Mm -hmm. So you have elements of uh, bumper cars, polo, uh, basketball, high lie, high lie, and drunkenness. I think. (laughs) those those things came oh, yeah. together because <laughs> if you've ever like their bumper cars like they have the, the turn handle yeah and if you if you don't know how to go like reverse and go forward you just look like this idiot in the corner going in circles yeah and it's super fun yeah it is it's a lot of fun um i don't know if i could i don't know if i have the bravery to be in a bumper car in a, in a whirly ball league mm-hmm. you know like Daryl talking to Michael, you're way braver than me. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to wake up every day and be you. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but I've I have a lot of friends who have done this and have gone to nationals. And you're like, wait a second. There's enough teams to have a nationals. Absolutely, there is. There are there, plenty of teams are happening. And so they have national competitions every year. They travel for it. Um, it's really big in like Detroit and Atlanta. And Edmonds, Washington, which is just <laughs> down the road from your house, Jeremy. That's um, yes, it's true. You know, it's like so close. Like we are a epicenter of whirly ball and mm-hmm. people don't even know it. Nope. Um, this last week I was chastised because I was talking about from the platform on Sunday morning, the national championships. And I failed to mention that the Seattle Storm have four championships. Mm-hmm. No, you switched. You switched to basketball. Yeah, like okay. I like, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, the storm are really good. And I just I'm not I, I, I wish I were a better person. I'm not trying to be a misogynist, but I just never think about them, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm they are good. They're national champions, right? I just I just don't follow NBA. I don't follow the storm. I don't follow them. And so I forgot about it. And that's kind of how I feel about Whirly Well. <laughs> we have national champions in our midst. And I just don't think about it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back to Christy's email. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Christy. So anyway, in this episode. Yeah, Christy emailed. Uh, she gave us some options. So depending on the size of the invite list, she would rent one of the following locations. Monica's apartment or Central Perk. Mm. Uh, Frazier's apartment. The restaurant from Seinfeld or Jerry's apartment or Sheldon's apartment or Stewart's comic book shop. And those are from the Big Bang. Um, and, uh, I, I love this list, but it does, does make me angry in one aspect. Um, can you guess which would anger me in this uh, having a party in a comic book store because the comics could get ruined with a nope. uh, party, like, like Dorito dust and <laughs> no. like che- cheese fingers on the pages. No, the good comics are going to be bagged and boarded. So, <laughs> uh, no, the, uh. The thing that angers me in this list, Christy, and it's a great list. Thank you for sending this in. And I try not to nitpick our emails because that would just be overwhelming. Um, but uh, Frasier's apartment. Like, I love a, the show Frasier. It's a great party place. It's a great party place. But there is nowhere in Seattle that actually has that view. Like, it's ridiculous. It's so frustrating. Like, it's clearly, clearly fake. It's like, we got to get the Space Needle real close. Uh, where can we put a fake apartment building? So the space needle is right out the window. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, the house itself, the apartment would be great, but the location is in an alternate universe where they, that's what would make it a great party. Like, Hey, come to my alternate universe party. Oh, okay. Then I'm on board. Thanks, Christy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for really turning the nose up on that one. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's jump into this episode. Season four, episode one. Okay. Uh, and uh, the title of is I'm Leslie Nope. And Leslie. I'm, I'm Leslie Nope. Uh, I'm Leslie Nope. And then the Romans kill us all. <laughs> uh, and um, so this episode, the, sum- the summary is Leslie is announcing her campaign. But before she can do that, she needs to make some very bad, uh, very difficult decisions and have some hard conversations with Ben. And so she's going to run from her problems, which is the best way for adults to handle things, um, which is so, I think we've learned several times uh, through uh, through this series so far. Um, 
running away from your problems is the best thing to do. Except for when Ron told Andy, adults don't run away from their problems. And then Andy turned around and told Ron, somebody once told me that adults don't run away from their problems. Wait a minute. That was you. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so it starts off like with the recap from season three with, uh, these people coming and asking, uh, April if she would be interested in running for city council or not April, Leslie, if she would be willing to run for city council. Uh, and she says, absolutely. I am, I'm sure of it that I regret saying that word. Um, so it gives you that recap and then it picks up, uh, right in that moment where, uh, they say like, are you, uh, are there any scandals out there that we need to be aware of before you, commit to running for office and she says no um and uh and so then leslie and ann are talking uh and they're ann's like who are those people and like they want me to run for office and they're so excited and they're like what does this mean for our relationship with ben and and she's like we're gonna have to break up but i don't want to think about it so deny 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 um and then uh as they are going through this celebration of denial uh ron comes and like it's like leslie follow me and he tells her, like, Tammy's here and not Tammy, too, but Tammy one is here. And I've got all these personal days and I'm leaving. I'm using them all right now. You're in charge. And I love Ron's whole, like. Efficiency in this moment, like he's thought this through. He breaks off a handle off of a door. <laughs> right. And then yeah. he, like, jams it into the perfect place in the drywall between, like, the bathroom and the water fountain where it would have enough support for whatever he's going to do next. And he, then he uses it as a stepping area to get up onto the water fountain to then hit a vent to knock the vent loose so that he can get his bug out bag. Ron is, uh, you know, a, one of the greatest examples of preppers in American history. And, uh, and so he, you know, it's, tell, it's like, I'm out of here. Also, there's ground check in my desk. Remove it or it will begin to spe begin to smell. <laughs> so Godspeed. <laughs> yeah. And then he just books it uh, and, and runs into Jerry. And uh, I was writing something. And so I didn't look back. But did Jerry spill something on himself? As oh, Ron yeah. Is yeah. Okay. Yeah. Run, run hit him. He was carrying something and it spilled all over him. He's like, oh, geez. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's the opening. Like, so we have. Leslie is deny in in like is in happy denial. Ron is running away for 228 days. Um, he's a, he's 228 personal days. So, uh, so he's running away. Leslie's in denial, and Jerry's a mess. Good, <laughs> yeah. good opening credits so far. Like, yeah. Uh, this is a great opening because it doesn't just like it's not a cold open that is completely divorced from the rest of the episode. Mm -hmm. But also, it is a great bridge from last season and setting up a couple major things for this season uh, with Tammy one, uh, Leslie's campaign, uh, all, you know, like these are some big, big deals that are coming. So pretty cool. I like it. Yes. End of speech. <laughs> uh, so uh, so after the credits, uh, Tom comes in to the office. Uh, and he has a whole bunch of uh, 720 stuff <laughs> that he wants to give to the office people. Um, so he has a hockey jersey, a mouse pad, uh, a uh, that's this at this point, that's all that he gives out. Uh, but later he'll give away um, a bikini top, mm -hmm. uh, an umbrella, <laughs> breath strips. So he's got a lot of stuff to give away. Fireplace pillows. Um, that was my yes, favorite one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that is a, this is one of the things like you think Tom is, uh, like, how does he come up with all these things to put these things on? Right. But there, as, as an organization, like I, as a pastor, I get things all the time where people are like, would you like to put your logo on this? Like, there are companies that are just asking you to give them money to put your logo on their merchandise. And it like, so it's not hard to do, but it is not cheap. And like the motivation behind this is like, well, you just get your name out there. You, oh, yeah. you start spreading around all this stuff with your, this merch with your, with your logo on it. And people will be like, Oh, what is this? So 
I heard that that even like the I guess there's an airplane. There's like a Sanrio uh, Hello Kitty airplane, and even the barf bags on it have Hello Kitty. So if you're that, puking, it's like at least at least it's cute. Yeah, you puke so cute. Uh, yeah, like that kind of branding stuff is pretty intense. Um, and my, now here's my question: Who, who would get an Entertainment 720 fire bellows? And thank you. I need to investigate this company for my major party media presentation that I want to put together. Oh, I probably the the um, historical reenactment society because they're the okay. only people I could think of that would use fire bellows. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I Good. don't know. Yeah, well, and then then Tom's a genius. <laughs> You've he, made he, it. He knows his market. Yeah, he's a genius. So, uh, yeah. So, so one of the things, like, so Tom's coming in and getting all this stuff, and um, talking to the head, the the camera is like, uh, "We're um, what do we do? It's too hard to explain." And so <laughs> it's one of those things too, where Tom's like, "We still don't have anything that we do other than getting our name out there," um, and. Uh, <laughs> He, I love when he's like, Donna, you look amazing. How are the kids? I don't have kids. Wow. How long has it been? And then April coldly just says three weeks. <laughs> like it's not that long, Tom. What are you doing? Um, he's mogulizing. Mogulizing. Mm-hmm. Nice. I didn't know mogul was a verb. It but, is now. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So then it cuts to Leslie talking to uh, the campaign folks. And William and uh, what's oh, what's the woman's name? It's not in the script. I guess she doesn't have any lines here. Okay. Uh, well, it's too bad. Uh, so Leslie uh, is like, did you look at my positions paper? What do you think about Egyptian debt relief? And William wisely says, uh, that's not going to come up here in the local city council <laughs> election. Um, but, you know, they're impressed by how thorough she is with all of these different things. And then we get a picture of Leslie's thoroughness and her dream to have been running for office from when she was a kid and she made her own um, action figure of uh, uh, the woman who was running for vice president at one point in the eighties. Uh, you know, like these kinds of like people like this, these were her idols. And instead of playing with Barbies, she was playing with campaign uh, dreams. Geraldine Ferraro. That's it. Sorry. I was scanning to find the name uh Ger- geraldine ferraro action figure that she made herself with a popsicle stick and a picture that she cut out from a magazine so really cool action figure um so she leaves and as she's leaving she runs into ben who's like oh what's that and she's like oh the ladies yacht club because she still hasn't told ben about the campaign and uh yeah so then uh they're in they're in landlocked indiana mm-hmm. and that's the first well, thing she could come up with Indiana's not that far away from a great lake yeah so i mean they could just take a boat trip for the yacht club or a road trip for the yacht club (laughs) which okay makes perfect sense sure so or they just like really 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 like yachts could yeah could be i who who am i (laughs) yeah right do what you sail no own any no (laughs) no we're we're just just a club yacht aficionados Talking about yachts. I mean, people are into like all kinds of stuff. Are you actually Shakespeare? No, but are you in a Shakespeare club? Okay, problem solved. Oh, wow. So, um, or like in that episode of Community where they're taking uh, sailing as a course and they just practice in (laughs) In the the parking lot. In the parking lot. Yeah. And they lose peers. (laughs) (laughs) He goes overboard. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's just one roll, of the best. He just rolls rolls away. <laughs> it's one of the best episodes. Uh, so, um, yeah. So then, um, when Leslie's like, just the ladies' yacht clubs, she opens the door. It's like acres away, ladies, and Williams. And there's like, what? <laughs> and they close the door. Um, so, and then it's El- like, oh, why? What? Go ahead. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yes, Barnes. Elizabeth is her name. Which so that means their husband. It's a husband and wife campaign team. Oh, that's cute. Or brother and sister. Yeah. Because yep. it can't be husband and wife. Because later on, don't we learn that she's gay? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. To be determined. Well, yep. We'll see. Um, okay. Uh, so then cuts to Leslie and Anne talking again. Like, what are you doing? Why haven't you told him? And Leslie's whole plan is like, I'm going to wait until you do it. <laughs> and so you tell me, tell, tell me how to figure it out and what I'm supposed to do. So get cracking. <laughs> and Anne's like, no. <laughs> so 
Um, did you notice? Did you notice on the desk there that she had two folders with two phones on top? No. Yeah, there was a. I, I watched a deleted scene because I was like, I, I noticed it for half a second, but didn't think anything of it. But then there was a deleted scene where she goes, uh, Anne asks her, "How are you going to pull this off?" And she goes, "I'm just going to have two lives. I'm going to have two phones, <laughs> two things. So this is my work phone, and this is my personal phone. This is my Ben phone, and uh, my my campaign phone, and." That's where it went. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So from this meeting where they're t- still talking about telling Ben about the campaign problem, this spins off a second uh, plot problem because uh, they keep getting emails. And so Leslie uh, checks her email and, and finds that in her email is a picture of a penis. And then Anne checks her email and she also has the picture of this penis and whoever sent it, uh, sent it to every woman in the entire government. Um, and then it, the office is all talking about it. And Andy, sweet, sweet Andy was like, Oh, that's so embarrassing. That must be a crazy accident. And uh, I was like, he did it on purpose. Um, and then Tom, who's still in the office because he doesn't actually have a job. Uh, he just puts his logo on stuff. Um, he says that's a baller move, pun intended. Uh, so, <laughs> so then Chris comes into the office, um, and April tells Chris, "Jerry's making us look at dirty pictures on his computer," <laughs> which is just so great. Um, which also, like the guy sent it to all the women in the office in right. the, in the in the government, right? And yet Jerry has it. Jerry has it, <laughs> right? So, uh, which is funny, and well, so. We- which is funny because of Chris's what Chris says. He's like, um, "Sorry for all of the ladies and Jerry." Yeah, I want to apologize to all the women and Jerry. If I could go back in time and cut out your eyeballs, I would. <laughs> and April's so. like, "That's so sweet." <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Ben and Chris are going to investigate this whole problem and see who did this, um, and then they want Leslie to go uh, and. Ben says, Leslie, can you do Pert happily? And Donna says, oh, she can do Pert happily. <laughs> and I was like, but can you do his TV show? Oh, yeah. Um, and so she's going to go and be on Pert's show. Uh, and then Tom comes and asks Andy to join his company, um, uh, to join E720. And these are the qualifications. You're enthusiastic. You're hardworking. You can lift heavy things. <laughs> like Tom is looking for somebody who can unload all of the merch boxes is what it sounds right. like. Yeah. Especially since that those bellows get heavy. Um, and so he says, I think there might be a place for you over at E720. And Andy's like, what is that? It's my company. Um, and uh, Tom, this is where Tom's like, and he's like, I don't know, man. Um, I don't, I don't know if I can do that because I'm just only now getting good at shoe shining. And like, I don't know what your company is all about. And he's like, are you living your dream? I don't know. And Tom's like, I'm living mine. So, and then he gives him a card, which goes back all the way to the Little Sebastian Memorial, mm-hmm. where uh, they're trying to pick out the best armband with the different colors of black. And uh, Tom's card is black ink on a black card. Uh, it's the most impressive, the p- coolest possible color scheme. Also, it's a really strong magnet. <laughs> so it'll keep it out of your wallet. Um, it'll <laughs> yeah. it'll erase your credit cards, guaranteed. And like, Andy's like, really? debt and everything <laughs> so he's, he's like okay this is how i get out um this is how i find freedom so um yeah were you gonna say something oh no that was it i i thought that was a really funny joke like he's like if my credit card gets destroyed so does my debt right same with if you have checks you can still keep writing checks like <laughs> right. there's money there like like that girl who gave me a million dollar check in in third grade. So lies. She didn't. It was not million dollars. It's just pink ink. Uh, anyway, I'm over it. So um, sounds like it. Yeah. So over it. So then it cuts over to uh, Chris's office and he's on the phone with Mayor Gunderson. He's like, we'll find the owner of that wiener and we will punish him. Goodbye. Uh, and Perkins comes in and uh, and then he's like, look, I'm very disturbed by that. 
those testicles. And Chris is like, me too. They're kind of like the ears of the genital system. <laughs> and it's like a totally different kind of disturbed, bro. Uh, so, uh, so this is where Anne says like, I think you might have a hernia or mumps. And Anne's like, you really know? <laughs> Chris is like, you really know your testes. Thank you. <laughs> and then, oh, cuts to the TV and Perd and uh, Perd is interviewing Leslie. Um, and, uh, I love Perd so much. So do you, have you opened the script? Oh yeah. Okay. Let's, let's role play this. Who okay. do you want to be Perd or do you want to be Leslie? Um, oh, I'll be Leslie. Okay. So I'll be Perd. Yeah. All right. You do, you do a good Perd. All right. I need to get ready. Clear my throat. <clears throat> now. Ha. <clears throat> All right. Whew. The real. The real Parks and Conversation players. Here we go. For a female perspective on this scandal, we turn to a woman, Leslie Nope. I'm about to ask you a question right now, and that question is this. The lewd photo. Just how big a deal is it? Well, frankly, Perd, it's not that big of a deal. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, but it had the cadence of a joke. When men in government behave this way, they betray the public's trust. Maybe it's time for more women to be in charge. There you have it, where it is the thing Leslie Nope just said about the situation. Perdap. Then it cuts to back in the office. Man, that was so good. Like, we That's, should wow. definitely just read all the lines <laughs> and then repost it as our podcast. Um, so, and, then talk, and then talk about it. Right. So now every episode, which is an, already an hour of a 21-minute show, will become <laughs> an hour and 21 minutes. So Perfect. it'll be great. People will love it. We can re we can do our own covers of the credit song. Uh, it'll be great. Um, so, so then Leslie's like, "Hey, was that okay?" Talking to Elizabeth and William, um, and they're like, "Yeah, this is great. It's so good. We should move your uh, announcement up in time because they were going to announce the campaign in three months. They want to do it this week." And uh, and Leslie's like, "Oh wow, that's gonna mean I got to do something that I've been putting off. So I just need to do it real quick." Um, and so she needs to go and uh, talk to Ben um, about what's happening. So she goes and it cuts to Ben's office and he's talking to somebody and like, yeah, like a really fun, genial conversation. And Leslie just hangs up the phone and it's like, oh, that that was my brother. He just had a baby girl. And she's like, oh, that's terrible or good. Full disclosure. I don't listen to what you just said. Um, and so then uh, he's like, we have to talk about something. And, and Ben's like, I got you something. It's a L-shaped eclair. Uh, and Leslie starts crying. <laughs> so uh, cuts to the next day. Le uh, Anne's like, how did Ben breaking up with Ben go? And she's like, it did not go well. It was the opposite of breaking up. Um, he got me in a Claire. Yeah. And uh, so they uh, still haven't broken up. And then so that this tension keeps growing because the longer Leslie puts this off, the worse it'll be. It'll be a greater scandal for the whole campaign before it even gets started. Um, and so, you know, they have to work this out so then it cuts to ben and chris uh interviewing uh the the suspect for the uh lewd photo and uh they find it was sewage joe who uh they found out it was him because he sent it from his personal email address uh and this is where we learn that sewage joe went to sarah lawrence university which <laughs> is uh or sarah lawrence college which is a unusual choice considering uh that it is a uh very small school and my understanding what is is a historically uh women's school is am i wrong on that uh, i'm not going to uh argue you on that point okay that's good finally <laughs> finally mostly because uh, I, I don't know much about sarah lawrence all right, but it is a small school, and and Sue's so Joe's like, yeah, I wanted the small school experience, so I thought, well, you you found it, um, and uh, yeah, his email is so great though. I I was trying to get my document to be able to read it better. It's stinkmaster69 at alumni sarah lawrence college edu, <laughs> so right on brand. Really, Sarah Lawrence? <laughs> uh, and so it's like you send it from your personal email address. Also, you bragged it to many of your coworkers, <laughs> uh, and he's like. There's a whole sewage department saying, if you've got a nice drain pipe, there's no reason to hide it. And it's like, that's not a saying. <laughs> uh, so 
So that they fire him. He's like, it's because you're jealous. They're like, no, because you broke the law and I have an amazing package. <laughs> so, uh, so they uh, fire him and they say, first of all, you should know, like one of our nurses has diagnosed that you uh, may have mumps. Um, and, and he's like, all right, <laughs> mumps on his lumps. Uh, so he's super excited about all of this, um, but he's all wrong. So, um, so then it cuts to, April sitting in Ron's desk. I love Stewart's Joe, man. He, he's, he's so funny. Yeah, he's such a funny character. And this this situation will come back later in this season. Oh, man. Yeah, because of what happened in that meeting, that will be a, uh, a great opportunity for Burt Macklin to be on the scene later in the season. It's yeah. So good. And that's so good. I, I know we, we've talked about it so many times, but once again, these extra characters that just kind of pop in and out are just so they make Pawnee so rich and like and, and just props to sure and the writers because they know how to use these characters and kind of bring them back. And the actors are just on point. Uh, it's so great. That's it's one of the reasons why this show is so fantastic, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole world. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And so Joe, Joe is, is just so great and so creepy and so, so terrible. gross. Yes. Yeah. He's, everything about him is like, yeah, dude, you are nailing this character. Yeah. Let's um, go. I got, I got the van running out back. Let's go. You know, like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Let's go down to the toilet party. <laughs> That's what we call the sewage department. Um, yeah. So, uh, so April then is in Ron's office and she's on the phone. Uh, Ron isn't here. His ex-wife came and he ran away. He got scared and ran away while well, I'm acting manager of department. Um, and then it's like, whatever you say, you're stupid. And then she says, I love you and hangs up. <laughs> so um, and Andy comes in to get advice from April because April not only is his wife, she's also his his band manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like, what should I do? And her advice is like, well, what's your dreams? Like, I don't know. Then, you know, are you living your dream now? No. Then, then take the job. But I don't think that's my dream. And don't take the job. And he's like, you give such good advice. Um, so, yeah. So they're gonna. This is gonna be an ongoing part of figuring out the role for Andy in the future um, to move beyond being a shoe shinist. And so, um, <clears throat> so then it cuts to Chris, um, and he's pretty excited to see Anne when she's coming into his office and. She's like, hey, did you tell everybody that I diagnosed the guy with mumps based on his his uh, photo that he sent around? And she's like, I did. I was so proud. And it's like, well, now everybody's sending me pictures of the junk and asking me if I have mumps, if they have mumps. And so uh, this is not good. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So Chris is like, your inbox is literally filled with penises. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So th- this is a problem that a- uh, Anne's going to have to deal with. And Chris is going to help um solve that problem and so the next moment i get cuts to ann ann's office unless he's talking about the challenge that she has and her phone is just blowing up like you can hear the alerts going off over and over and over again and uh less like do you need to get that she's like oh it's just penises <laughs> um so uh so um yeah so like you need to be direct and honest you need to tell him what's up you need to you know break this off or it's going to just get worse as it goes, um, and then Anne finally looks at her phone, and it's like, oh, the entire sanitation department from Muncie is now sending me photos. <laughs> so this is not good. Um, and uh, and also, it also, it seemed like all of the all of the pictures she was getting. Sorry, I, yeah, they were all like super like in shape people, like the right. guys, like they were all yeah. like like sanitation department are just they were they're all ripped. I don't know. Yeah, well, I Jeremy, guess. he spent a little bit more time ex- examining <laughs> those photos than I did, sir. So, interesting. Your eye gets drawn to the blurry part. I mean, come on, right? That's what they want. That's the funny bit. <laughs> Literally. Like, that's, that's the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> so then it cuts to dinner, and uh, the Ben and Leslie are going to have this difficult conversation. And uh, Leslie... Um, you know, like, would you like any wine to start? Unless it's like, just whatever is cheap as a red wine. I don't know how to tell the difference. <laughs> so, uh, and Ben says, I'll have the same. Um, so they're like, <clears throat> excuse me. So then Leslie's trying to break the news and Ben got her a gift and it's in this box. And he's like, I think I know what you're going to say. Open this big, this box. I got you something. Um, just, and Leslie like, isn't going to do it. And so she's like, I need to go to another place. I'm not going to, I'm going to go to the bathroom, the Wiz Palace, as we like to call it here, and I'm going to be back, and I'm not going to split. 
I'm here for you because we need to talk about stuff. Okay. All right. And then Leslie uh, leaves um, and it cuts to a cabin in the woods and uh, open the door. And there's Ron bearded woodsman, Ron. <laughs> um, and how long like, is it? How long has it been? Three weeks. Well, three weeks and a couple days now. And his beard is like massive, just super impressive. Um, and uh, Ron's like, what are you doing here? Running away from my problems. Come on in. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where a commercial happened right at that moment on the mm-hmm. broadcast. Um, yeah. So, uh, yes, Ron's. This is one of Ron's many cabins. We come to learn over time. Um, he has a handful of cabins. And so uh, she's like the next day. Um, Leslie's like, I have to, she starts talking to, to him about everything. Like I was supposed to announce that I'm running for city council. I haven't told Ben yet. And I know I said we broke up, but we couldn't. And now this is a whole big scandal. Um, and I, I don't want to break up with him. And Ron then gives the rules. If you're going to stay here, there are three rules you need to follow. One, no talk about Tammy. One, no talk about two, no talk about Ben. And three, no talk. Um, this is the then, thing that bothered me too about this. And it's, I, I understand it and it, it, it turns out to be pretty funny, but based on who is on who we know is on the city council and then you have Dexart and it's like the fact that she's just dating this guy that's her boss what what is the scandal here um well you know Jeremy you raised some good points and i think the bigger problem is the patriarchy oh wow i don't know uh yeah <laughs> okay. the, uh, i was like i was i was going with you on that one i was like okay yeah well, I think Leslie is just more aware that she is going to be more highly scrutinized as right. a woman running for office. And the guys can just get away with anything. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I think that's part of the tension that she's feeling. Um, and so, um, yeah. So Ben uh, or Leslie, like, so Ron says, don't talk about these things. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to ask you. What's up with Tammy One? He's like, you just broke rules one and three. And, uh, <laughs> and so... Um, so you then your coffee privileges, yeah, you just your coffee out. <laughs> uh, so it's like, okay, you choose hunting, fishing, or drinking. And she said, I'd really love to shoot a gun right now. Fishing it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is great. Um, and then cuts back to the office, it cuts back to reality where people are no longer running from their problems. And Chris is confronting the problem head on with, uh, all the men from the, uh, department from the government and they're having a meeting and Anne is sitting like up front in front of everybody <laughs> like she's the problem um and he's like you cannot send any more photos of uh your junk to miss ms perkins um and then a guy comes up he's like well let me give you some hypothetical situations <laughs> <laughs> and like when is it okay then to show you if i can't give you pictures if i have grave a medical uh, grave uh, medical emergency. Can I then come over and just like show you what's happening? And the answer is no, that would be harassment. Fair enough. Now, uh, what if uh, I was <laughs> watching a lot of women's golf and had some wine? No. <laughs> uh, and then it's like, go to a doctor. And she's like, I'm going to get a doctor and he can do some screenings. Perfect. And just as a backup, I'm sending you some photos now. <laughs> it's like just a terrible, terrible dude. And then I love that. I love that he says before it even dings, that's me. Ding. Right. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Which is so, so. funny because I think of like I've texted and like you ever been in group texts with and like that your wife is in and then you guys are sitting there because everybody checks their phone when they get a, a, a an alert. And so I'll say that like I'll text back to the group and I'll let my wife know that's just me. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't need to look at your phone. You're yeah, dr- we're driving. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. I've got <laughs> I've got the group chat on lock right here. So. That's right. Oh man, that's me. Yikes. Good. I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah. Stay safe out there. Uh, so it cuts back to the office. Tom, brand new day, brand new merch. This is where he brings in the umbrella, the fly swatters, the Rubik's cube with the space on it, breath mints, fireplace bellows, um, and a uh, Dremel sound effect keychain. <laughs> so, um, and. Uh, April, it comes out like, shouldn't you be working at your company? And he's like, I am working. I'm making high at high level network contacts with the parks department. <laughs> so um, because he then, already knows. Yeah, he's making network contacts with people who are not planning events that E720 is going to have anything to do with. But yeah, he needs to get needs to get his name out to the same people he's been working with all the time. So uh, so then he goes and meets with um, 
Oh, well, uh, Jerry, uh, I was going too far ahead, but uh, Tom uh, is going to leave. And April's like, everybody get back to work. Jerry's like, you're not my boss. What do you say to me, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am? And so everybody goes back to work. And so Tom then says, hey, did you think about my offer uh, to Andy? And he's like, I don't want to work for a company that puts logos on stuff. (laughs) And Tom's like, that's not what we do, but maybe we'll start. So that's exactly what they do right now. Right. So, um, yeah. So then it cuts back to Ron and Leslie. And so I was like, so you're running for office. I'm gonna have to find a replacement for you. And she's like, well, I couldn't, might not win. And he's like, you're going to win. You, Leslie, you're going to win. Um, and, uh, Leslie still doesn't want to go back to life in nor in the normal world. And so like, let's make s'mores. I've got emergency rations in my car. And, um, and then uh, Ron is like, we can't keep running away from problems. Let me tell you a story. And he tells the story about when he was 12, his brother shot him in the pinky toe with a nail gun. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was a great laugh. Um, and he said, I avoided going to the doctor because I hate paperwork. And after a few weeks, the toe just kind of fell off. And let's see, you only have nine toes. And this is one of the things I say around the house pretty regularly. I have the toes I have. I have the toes. <laughs> have it was a hilarious prank <laughs> uh but he's like the point is if i'd gone, come right away they might have been able to save the toe you can't just run away from your problems <laughs> unless he says especially if you only have nine toes <laughs> <laughs> and, and ron's like come on you can do this you're leslie bleep and nope you with me um and so they are going to go back into reality and face their problems head on um and so april talking to annie says so what is your dream and it's like, well, to be the biggest rock star, but that could take three to five years. <laughs> and I love the the look April gives at the camera at that moment. She just stares right at the camera like he is so oblivious to the world. Uh, that could take three to five years. Um, and uh, it's like being a shoe shyness has been pre- a pretty wild ride. Um, but is there something more out there for me? And so they're like, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out what you can do. Um, you will in one year, Andy Dwyer, you will no longer be a shoe shyness. And Andy is just like, man, this is the best. And the whole time, Kyle has been sitting there getting his shoe shine, shoes shined. And he's like, and he's like, Kyle, get out of here. Beat it. And he's like, I'm going to make out with my wife. And he's like, you've only done one half of one of my shoes. And then he pours Pepto-Bismol on the shoes. Like, there, now I haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Kyle so much. Because the rest of the day, he was just walking around with Pepto on his shoe. Sure. Like, or, he wouldn't or, have fixed it. Or if he wiped it off, he still only has half of one shoe shined. <laughs> well, no, it was the it was it was he dumped it on the shoe that he was working on, so he doesn't <laughs> even have that half of the shoe shine. It's uh, just gross. Uh, which no, also I haven't, no, I haven't done anything. That's the best part because it's like, <laughs> well, no, you did it, but now you undid it. That's <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other part of this is uh, like, why why do they have all these things? At the shoe shine stand, like, well, because because it's kind of like the concierge center. Like, if you need a tums right. or a Pepto or stick a gum, it's just know. Pepto is a weird thing to have outside of a drugstore. They party hard at the city hall. You know, at the Pawnee City Hall, I guess I, the commissary does serve really good hamburgers. So mm-hmm. that's what we learned. Um, yeah. So, uh, they come back to cut. Cut back to the office and Ron shows up and Jerry's like, welcome back. Stop for sort of business. I promised Leslie I'd hire a new assistant. Um, so the com- department doesn't completely shut down while she runs for office. And that is the announcement to the team that Leslie is running for office. Um, and everybody's really happy for her. And Donna's like, will you please not to pledge not to raise taxes? I'm like, that's premature. It's like, no pledge, no vote. <laughs> um, so they uh, she's like, well, I, she needs an assistant. Start an ask around. And April's just like, hire Andy. And they say, yeah, sure. And then Andy begins to break stuff right away. <laughs> like, this was going to be perfect. Yep. Um, and he's like, I will work so hard for you. I'll do anything you ask me. I'll prove myself. You don't even have to pay me. And April's like, no, 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 no. You, she does have to pay you. Um, and so Leslie's like, there's going to be a huge orientation and cookies for you tomorrow. Uh, but there, there's something else I have to do. This. So then she goes away. And Ron's like, all right, everybody, if you need anything at all, too bad. Deal with your problems yourselves like adults. I'll be in my office waiting for Tammy one. Um, yeah, it's like Leslie's gone. You guys deal with it. Right. Um, and uh, so 
It was like, do you want me to go find her? No need. She'll find me. She has the tracking ability and the body odor of a bloodhound. Um, <laughs> so uh, then it cuts to uh, uh, just a quick throwaway scene that could have been easily deleted, but is very funny. Jerry Gergich is leaving. Uh, and he's like, I'm just glad that everything's okay down there. And he's leaving. Dr. Harris is the one who came to do the screening. So you're perfectly healthy. And Dr. Harris is like, that man has the largest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't even know if he has mumps. I forgot to look. I was distracted <laughs> by the largest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> so it's like, what? What? Why is this here? Um, so, yeah, it's just one of those seeds. Like, it's like totally unnecessary. It doesn't advance the plot at all. But it is. It's like those. Uh, the interstitial scenes in Superstore. Yes. Like, that was perfect. That was a perfect moment. That was fantastic. So it, it might it might help another like storyline make a little bit more sense later. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm so mm-hmm. that's all. I mean, not to get yeah weird about it. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Too oh. late. <laughs> uh, so uh, so then Leslie meets Ben um, and like, look, I really like you. Um, but what am I going to say might contradict that, but that won't change. And Benson's like, just here, open this box. And finally she refuses. And finally he just opens it and it says, nope, 2012 inside. And so he's like, how'd you figure this out? And it's like, well, there was a man in the ladies yacht club, uh, and <laughs> you give campaign speeches in your sleep. Um, and so like he, uh, so she knows like they need to break up and he's like, look, I'll make it easy for you. He's like, uh, it's not you, it's me. I'm not ready for commitment. I don't like you anymore. You're boring. Frankly, you disgust me. Ugh. Um, He's so, white fanging her. Yeah, go on, get. And so, um, yeah, so then, you, you know, she's like, yeah, you were giving campaign speeches in your sleep. And, uh, you know, you had a oh, good opening line, uh, which is, I'm Leslie Nope, and I'm running for city council. And, uh, yeah, so that is the plot for this. The major arc for this season is Leslie mm-hmm. running for city council of Pawnee, uh, which is going to be fun. Um, we're going to see some great guests along the way. Paul mm-hmm. Rudd, ageless Paul Rudd is in uh, this, this season and he's great. So that's going to be fun. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So next credit scene, Tammy one shows up and she calls him Ronald, which is fun. Uh, so hello, Tommy. Hello, Tammy. Hello, Ronald. That's enough small talk. What do you want? Uh, and so she's like, you're being audited and I'm here to help you. Um, and he's like, I don't care. I'm not afraid. And she's like, why is your mustache trembling? Um, so they are, um, yeah. So she works for the IRS and she wants to help Ron in this audit is what's being set up. Um, and uh, and he's like, I don't need your help. I don't want you to your help. And she's like, well, good luck. I hope you don't go to jail. Um, and as she's leaving, April's slouching at the de- at the desk. Like, sit up. You're not doing your breast any favors. And April sit- does sit up. She's like, thank you. And then Annie comes in. And is like, hi, your breasts are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. So, yeah, uh, there was a there was so much in this episode. And again, Kathy was watching it with me, and she's like, how? There's so much. There's so much good stuff in this episode. Like that is what they do all the time. Like yeah. every episode, chock full of goodness. So. Yeah, anything I anything we miss in all of this? No, I don't think so. That was pretty much yeah, pretty much everything uh, that I have. Uh, I did I did have one thing that it just I mean, if we're ready to move on, I had a question. Um, mm-hmm. It early on, you had made a, a small mistake when you said that um, they had asked April to run for city council, and then you corrected it to Leslie, which is which is fine. But then it got me thinking: what would happen if the different people from the parks department like what platforms would they run on if they were individually running for city council? Hmm. Like that I just thought that was a good, good question. Like what if it was Ron who was running for city council? Well, not, not that he would, but like if he, if he's like, okay, this is my shot. Or what if Andy was running for city council? Like I can really make some change for small bands in Pawnee. Right. Like you a, know? a small bands platform. Right. I don't know. Or yeah. I'm, I'm the small bands advocate <laughs> that this city needs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, and you change mo- it to the awesome council. M- motorcycles and awesomeness. Like I don't right. know. Yeah. Like why do we need bus lanes? You know, like a really dogs for everyone. <laughs> motorcycle lanes. <laughs> right? Just motorcycles all the time. Tom Haverford, right? You're just 
the the just make uh make Pawnee super swaggy. Is that a thing? Yeah, I don't know. It's like yeah. Pawnee, we're co- getting all the cool stuff from Eagleton one season later. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so Pawnee basically becomes the Canada of Indiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh Canada. That's their song. <laughs> Not oh Canada. It's like oh Canada. <laughs> Like when you cross the border. Oh, oh, Canada. Canada is amazing. I like, I Canada. guess they closed to us. So they're dead to me, dude. I don't blame them, but yeah, that's a, that's another thing. Jerry Gergich's platform. Like, Hey, I, I'm a candidate too. <laughs> How do you spell your name? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's uh, a right on the ballot. The right in is like Jerry, Larry, Terry. <laughs> it all counts as one. They vote. all go for Gergich. <laughs> Gergich. Yeah, Gogurt for Gergich. Um, yeah, that's a listener. I think Andy ha- or Andy, you're Jeremy. <laughs> I was just looking at my screen and the word. If Andy you could have, if top. you could have another partner on this show, which one <laughs> in the office would it be? <laughs> we are taking recommendations. Uh, no. um, yeah. So if uh, Jeremy tryouts, has tryouts are next month, <laughs> you have to be able to talk about nothing for a long time. I mean, that's really the hardest thing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're doing a good job. I think so. Yeah. But, so, but yeah, listener. Listener, please. If you th- let us know what you think the uh the platforms could be for the different uh different cast members. If they if Leslie decided not to run for city council and uh William and Elizabeth started asking around for the other people in the parks department, because the only good thing going for Pawnee is the Harvest Festival. Right. That's it. That's the only win they've had. And so um, that's that's why Leslie is running, really. And so uh, if you or, or, are... Or any of the characters. Like, what would Sewage Joe's platform be? Oh, man. That would be <laughs> a very explicit campaign. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you got a great drain pipe, no reason to hide it. That's not a saying. That's not a saying. Uh, yeah. So listeners, send us your thoughts on that at the uh the email which is parks and conversation at gmail.com and uh please go to itunes and amazon podcasts and spotify and rate and review and tell people about it i've heard that helps people find our show so there's only one way to know for sure yeah go do that please. and uh yeah oh please yes of course please always manners <laughs> i don't want to be rude right uh man That's- okay well Let's uh let's let's stop and let these people enjoy uh the next like six minutes of this current hour, um, you know, without thinking about us. Okay, how's that sound? Sounds great. I'll uh okay. I'll talk to you later. All right. Let's uh let's see. Let's uh plan it for next week. Sounds good. All right. Bye.